everyone, and welcome to the final episode of the Hugo Girls podcast for the year of 2020. I'm Maddie. I'm Emma. And we are so excited to be back with another episode for you guys. I know that 2020 has just been the craziest year ever, and so we just wanted to go over our goals from last year that we set for ourselves a year ago in this exact episode, actually, um, when we discussed our goals for 2020, and just see if if we achieved them. Yes, and I feel like even the goals, you know, we set all these goals, but we had no idea what this year was going to bring, so... Oh, absolutely I feel like it'll be so interesting going through these goals because we had a completely different year in mind (laughs) um, from what we set these goals um, for, I guess, for lack of better words. So, it'll, it'll be interesting going through it with you guys, and we hope you can reflect on 2020 as well because it has been been quite the year to say the least and I can't believe it's almost over I don't know oh if it's, gosh, it's I don't insane. know if it feels long or short like I feel like it just started but at the same time like we've been doing this whole Rona thing for a long time and it's crazy oh, remember our Rona Costa Rona coaster episode <laughs> yes I do I do I lit. we thought this was going to be like a three-week thing we were like how to get through quarantine like like quarantine yeah, trends the ups and downs of the Rona coaster, like being all, like <laughs> cute and like quirky with it. But yeah, it's you know December and we're we're still rolling along. But it's things been are a looking year. brighter now, and this will be so cool. Just like this podcast to listen back to, or even like show our kids. I know that's so like far in the future, and be like listen to, like just how our mindsets changed between like we've talked our way through this entire thing, and it's crazy, but it's really really cool. Yeah, and I I was actually listening to our old episode in preparation for this episode, and it was kind of crazy to see how optimistic we were for 2020 and how we were so so ready. So, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. It's... It definitely is interesting, though, because like you were saying, we made these goals. And at least for me, I feel like I somewhat followed through with them, even yeah. though it was a weird year. So do you want to get us started off on your first resolution that you had from last year? Yeah, for sure. So my first resolution that I made for last year was to leave behind petty stuff, which basically is just learning how to maturely handle conflicts I'm going through and continuing to learn to live on my own since, I mean, this was at the end of my first year in my like own apartment and everything, and I think I've done a pretty good job of that. I, um, I mean, I feel like every year, obviously, as you get older, you get more mature, and I really haven't dealt with much petty stuff this year, I feel like, or I've made my way out of it, and I've never been some super, like, I've never been a person that's really into drama or causes drama, but, you know, you get into predicaments from time to time with people just as you live life, and yeah, I think I've done a pretty good job of, um, not making situations more than they are and not getting down over petty things, like I said. So I would say I did a pretty good job with that one, which is great. And that is definitely something that was applicable no matter what kind of year you're having. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that was pretty good for me. At yeah. least. What no, was your first one? Good. Um, my first one was to stop making excuses and change my mindset. And when I created this goal for myself. I'm going to set the scene for you guys. I was really, really worn down from, I had just finished a six-week or seven-week yoga training program, and I was go-go-going. I was really, really involved in my sorority. I was living in my sorority house at the time, Um, and I just was always making excuses. When people would ask me to hang out, I'd be like, no, sorry, um, I have to do this instead, or no, sorry, like, I actually can't do this because I'm hanging out with this. I, I don't know. Like, my mindset was very in words and I was like okay I'm only gonna do what's best for me which is an okay place to be but 
I don't know. It's really interesting because I would say that I accomplished this goal of kind of stopping making excuses and changing my mindset, especially in winter of 2020. I really did what was best for me. But over the summer, I feel like I did a 180 a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I fell out of this and I struggled more mentally because I began to fall back into that routine of people pleasing and making excuses for not accomplishing personal goals because I was trying to make others happy. So especially over the summer, I just – I was like, oh, no, I I don't need to do this because this person asked me to hang out. It was almost the reverse of the mindset I was in when I made this resolution, which is really interesting. Um, But definitely the latter half of 2020 into October and kind of beyond that, I kind of came full circle. And I'm very happy with my mindset currently. And this is definitely something I would want to continue building upon and bringing into 2021 as well. Yeah, I love that. And I think that directly ties into just kind of the relationships that you have, either friendships or relationships with guys or girls, you know. Um, I think you've gone through a, tradi- or a transition with different relationships throughout this year, too. So I, I feel like that kind of contributes to how things have Absolutely. gone up and down for you and how um, you've sometimes felt like you're compromising yourself or you're compromising other people. But I'm glad I mean, I, we obviously talk all the time, and I, I can yeah. see that. It seems like you have come full circle, and you're at a pretty good place right now um, in terms of um, having a positive mindset, having positive relationships, and you shouldn't really have to make excuses if you're surrounded by the right people, you know? Exactly. So I exactly. Let's you. hear your second one. Yes, let's go for it. So um, my second one was a little bit affected by COVID, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but my second one was just to make more of an effort to hang out with people um, that I'm not necessarily super close with at the time, but um, interested in forming friendships with. Um, sometimes, you know, I was in that place of like, oh my God, like that girl's super cool. I'd love to be closer with her. But like, what if she like, doesn't want to be, you know, like what if she doesn't want to hang out with me one-on-one or like, what if she thinks it's weird that I'm asking her to hang out alone or something or not even alone necessarily, but just kind of making that next step with some friendships I was interested in building upon. Um, that has been a little bit difficult (laughs) just because of COVID, um, I've kind of stuck to my roommate group and some of my core friends that um, I am around more on the on a daily basis, opposed to like reaching out to people that I don't see all the time because it's been a little more difficult to be like, hey, like, do you want to come over? Or do you want to do something? Just because I don't know, the world was shut down. Um, I do think I did a good job of forming new friendships. I know, well, like, I had a new roommate move in this year, and so, like, I got closer with, like, her and her friends, and so that was really fun, but I don't think I really accomplished the goal of making an effort to hang out with people not, or people outside of my circle, and I think I can kind of take that off of my own fault and just more on the fact of, you know, I wasn't intertwining with a lot of outside people just because of COVID, unfortunately. Well, that's that's very valid, though, because then it's like you're trying to be more COVID safe. You're not trying to go and just hang out with a bunch yeah. of random people, you know, so that's, I feel like that's a very valid excuse. Yeah, for and I mean, a lot of people I was interested in it. making those relationships with were like people in my sorority because those relationships had started getting stronger and I was like I want to keep this up like I want to initiate more things on my end because I'm always that friend it's like 
oh, like, I wish they would have invited me to that. But I'm like, I don't freaking invite them to do anything. Like, how do they know I want to come? Like, how do they know I'm interested in, in hanging out with them? And the thing is, they don't. So I was like, I just want to, you know, be that initiator. But it has been a little more difficult. And especially with my sorority, like I was saying, we literally don't do anything with my sorority because of COVID. Like, we've literally done zero events or zero anything. And it makes sense. But that goal has been a little bit, um, a little bit unsuccessful. But rightfully so I guess but yeah yeah that that's my second one what yeah you you can go ahead with your second one (laughs) (laughs) so oddly enough my second one was to find the true work school relationship social life balance which is weird because I would say that out of all of my three goals I set for myself this one I accomplished the most so 2020 obviously was a weird year for the word quote-unquote balance yeah um But if anything, this year made me slow down and realize what was important to me. Mm -hmm. And I personally believe that I have succeeded in this goal because I knocked some things off my plate. So the phrase or the term or the mindset of balance was a little bit easier. And this looks very different than I originally anticipated. But I think COVID kind of made me realize, okay, these certain friendships or these certain relationships aren't serving me or these certain classes, maybe that's not what I want to pursue. I I don't know if I've discussed this on the podcast at all, but I ended up dropping a minor that I was working really, really, really hard towards. And um, it was something that I thought I was supposed to do. I thought that Mm -hmm. it looked good on paper. And when COVID hit, I was like, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Why am I stressing myself out? Why am I having panic attacks over classes for – this minor, it's not important. So that kind of removes something else off of my plate. And um, if you guys remember Kelsey Harrison, she was on the podcast a couple months ago and she actually started her own podcast. And her first episode was talking about if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And I think that that was really, really applicable to this kind of goal that I had because I really got to narrow down and be like okay hell yes like I'm going towards that full force that's what I want in my life and if something was kind of like eh I don't know I don't know if this really fulfills me or if it really suits my lifestyle or if it's bringing me joy that's a hell no and so I was able to take that off of my plate this year and so I really do feel like I achieved this balance Um, and I think the hardest part going into 2021 is when things start to open back up and the world becomes a little bit more normal, kind of transitioning back to the more um, heavy course load or heavy yeah. workload or whatever it may be. But as of 2020, I feel very successful with this goal. Yeah, I love that for you. And I love that quote from Kelsey too. The like, if it's not a hell yes, it's yeah. a hell no. Because there's so many times I feel like we are in that middle ground of like, eh, like I, you know, I could keep going along with it like I don't really want to but I should I don't know like I know how much your minor stressed you out and you know I'm glad you've left that left that alone and yeah moved past it to things that are actually worth your time because life all it is is just like allocating your time to different things <laughs> like it really mm-hmm. is and you know we only have so much time here and we only have, exactly. only have so much time in life so fill it well, with things it's... that are productive for you and are positively benefiting you Exactly. Everyone always says, like, how does Beyonce accomplish so much? Or how did, like, I I don't know, you think about random people and you're like, how do they do so much? You have the same 24 hours in a day as Beyonce. You know, it's like what she did with her time to get to where she is. I don't know. Random thought. No, yeah, I've heard that. That's like you literally, everyone has the same time in a day to create those opportunities. 
Yeah. Um, What's your number three? Number three, moving along. Okay, so this one is going to be a little bit of a fail as well, potentially. <laughs> well, it, it, it's another thing that COVID kind of threw off. But my number three going into 2020 was to get a concrete workout schedule. So the note that I made... Um, this episode last year, I said, I've improved the past year with meal prep and eating healthier, but I want to get back to the habit of going to the gym and doing yoga um, because to, you know, improving my health and also to help my back because I have the lower back of a grandmother if I haven't discussed that in a while. <laughs> um, but COVID was a little bit difficult on me in that way. I mean, you know, just physically or you know, in terms of infrastructure, <laughs> gyms shut down for a really long time. So I got really good at the beginning of quarantine of going on walks like every single day with my mom. Um, we would walk a ton. So I think I did a really good job of staying active at the beginning of quarantine. But when I went back to school, which, when I'm more on like my own terms and I'm having more responsibilities and more things to balance, I don't like, I can't say that I made a concrete workout schedule for myself, um, but I just was kind of, I don't know, it's like, some days I was like, oh my gosh, I really need to get outside, but I also feel like COVID made me just kind of more unmotivated and more lazy in some senses, and it was so Mm -hmm. much more, I don't know, like, you had to have so much more self, like, motivation to get yourself out and doing everything because the world wasn't really turning like I wasn't having to get up to go to classes or go to this event or that event I you know I was doing that stuff for myself so um that's something that I really want to carry into 2021 as well and I mean like you said in your first goal like I need to stop making excuses for not doing those kinds of things because my gyms are open now like I have the ability to go outside most days it's nice you know it's nice weather here and yeah, it, it was a little bit difficult because I was dealing with just mental health things and other responsibilities that I wasn't like, rah, rah, let's go to the gym for two hours every yeah. day. But you're someone that's so good about like making, you know, working out and getting active a big priority for you. It's really And in my mind, though. it's a priority, but like, yeah. I don't always go through with it. <laughs> well, and that's, that's okay. I actually kind of want to take this as a moment to just like specifically to everyone listening to this episode I I don't like that you were like I failed in this goal I I don't like that because it's not like you didn't you didn't fail because you were doing what was best for you and you made this goal going into 2020 not knowing what 2020 was going to give to you and it's like for lack of better words this was a really shitty year you guys a lot of stuff happened And a lot of people's mental health struggled. A lot of priorities were kind of flipped upside down. And so, I mean, I think that in general, we should just thank our bodies and our minds for getting us through this year. And if that means working out every single day or if that means not working out at all, whatever is best for you, because I especially feel like kind of at the start of like this quarantine period when the Chloe Ting challenges were a thing Mm -hmm. and people were showing these crazy results, like everyone was comparing themselves to other people. And it's like, look what I did, like, I have gained a six-pack because of COVID. Like, thanks so much, quarantine. And it's like, that wasn't the reality of the situation for 99% of people. So, like, you didn't didn't fail on that goal. Like, you were doing what was... (laughs) what was best for you in 2020 and I believe like you were saying like you want to carry that into 2021 Mm -hmm. but like for anyone listening to this episode if you 
didn't necessarily meet a goal that you wanted to meet in 2020, that is 150% okay because you did it. You're here. We're four days away from 2021. It's a oh fresh start. Gosh, you can start over. Crazy. And you did it. So it's it's okay. It is okay. This year was the year of grace, 100%. Well, thank you. You're like you're like my mom. You're comforting me so much. <laughs> no, but it is true. Like my priorities definitely were kind of thrown into a whirlwind this year. And so I mean I'm not beating myself up for it, but it is something going forward that like I genuinely want to create that for myself and to accomplish that goal. But you know, yeah. this might have not been the year to do it. And that's okay. That that's is okay. okay. That's one hundred percent okay. Sweetie. <laughs> well, motivational and- Maddie moment. <laughs> It's really Motivational Maddie on Motivational Monday. Yeah, it's Motivational <laughs> Maddie Moment Monday. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that actually kind of directly transitions into my third resolution for 2020, which is really interesting that I made this my resolution not knowing what the year was going to hold, but it was to listen to my body. And um, kind of like I was just saying, this year has thrown so much at us. And I made this goal before going into it because prior to 2020, I was so hyper-focused on working out. And Mm -hmm. I had developed almost an unhealthy mindset in regard to eating, in regard to being active. You know, I've talked about it multiple times. Yoga was a really good thing for me. And going through yoga school teacher training was a great thing for me in terms of um, my mental health because I had to put my phone in a room and I had to be in the yoga studio and be present and really just focus on me. But I got addicted to it, you guys, and I was just, I was really addicted to it, and I was doing it every single day, and if I missed a day, I felt really bad about myself, and I felt like I couldn't eat certain things because I hadn't worked out, and so going into 2020, I was like, I need to listen to my body, and this year has taught me more than any to listen to my body and train in a way that reflects what my body needs, and some Mm -hmm. days that is a 45-minute cardio class or a HIIT training or like a yoga sculpt flow other days it's just like a meditation or a walk or laying on the couch in my pajamas facetiming emma you know like it's listening (laughs) it's listening to your body and i feel like that was something where honestly without covid and without kind of having to slow down like i was saying and Mm -hmm. find that balance i don't think i would have achieved this goal you would have still been like go 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 full flush into yoga and all that stuff but it is hard like social media does create a kind of toxic mindset of you know we've talked about this a million times but you know some people have all these health goals and they achieve them and that's great for them and you can have those same goals but you shouldn't have it you shouldn't have those goals for anyone other than yourself and also if your body isn't thriving in that environment like take a break like allow your body to you know take a rest and do what it's really needing and it's important to fuel it in the right way and eat good but you don't have to be like doing hit training every single day and exactly like or going on off. a run or yeah, and like literally taking off a thousand calories a day you know and yeah I, I love that for you that you've kind of like that's a really positive thing that's come out of quarantine for you because you weren't able to do those things that you were doing but it kind of created a positive environment for you to do more of what you might have needed even if it's not what you planned exactly so now let's talk about our 2021 goals it's ridiculous that we're even saying 2021 that's crazy to me oh my gosh this is this is crazy I don't know like 2021 just sounds so old because we're both 2000s babies so yeah so we're gonna be 21 in 2021 yeah so every year like the year that turns is the year 
is like how the age that we are, which is kind of fun. If we're ever old and we forget our age, we just have to be like, wait, what year is it? <laughs> uh, it's they're like, oh, 2070. We're like, ah, oh, shit. Okay, we're we're 70. <laughs> but yeah, 2021 is just crazy because that means we're 21 almost, and yeah, wild stuff. Hopefully um, it'll be hopefully it'll be a good year for everybody. I don't know. So, do you want to get us started with your? You can go through, like, your three goals and then... Yeah, yeah, I'll just go through them quickly. Um, They're not anything too crazy. Um, Number one for me is just to get outside every day and also work out more. I think those kind of go hand in hand, like, getting outside, going on a walk, going on a run. Um, I have great friends and great roommates who love to get outside, be active, so um, I just want to take... Not... I, I... was gonna say take advantage that sounds like kind of negative but it's like I do want to take advantage of like my friends who like to get active and my friends who enjoy doing those things with me and just be like and I've gotten better about that like as the years progress being like hey like you want to go on a walk tomorrow hey like let's go to the gym together or something like that so um I do really good when I force myself to get out of bed put on clothes like, you know, obviously I always have on clothes, but put on, like, workout clothes. <laughs> Emma's wandering the streets naked. <laughs> yeah, no, not that way, Maddie, no, but I love getting outside, and it makes me feel better, makes my body feel better, so that's my number one. My number two is to make my technology time more productive. Um, I do do a lot of social media. I do TikTok, YouTube, obviously this lovely podcast that you're listening to, and I really do enjoy technology. And, you know, I never feel like editing a video or any of those things are waste of time because it's something I enjoy doing and I do make, you know, a little bit of money from social media as well. So I love doing those things, but I find this year specifically, I've just, you know, I've been on my phone so much just scrolling and scrolling and just kind of wasting my time um, on technology. And I don't think there's anything wrong with me using technology, but I would just would I would like to make the time that I do spend on my phone or on my computer just more productive. And, you know, I'll, I'll scroll through my feed every once in a while, but I want to be filming more YouTube videos and filming more TikToks and, um, like, editing videos and stuff because if you add up all the time to just spend scrolling on my phone, I can do all of those things, but um, it does just take a little bit more effort on my part. And, you know, that's another thing that just goes into mental health and COVID and all of that. Like, I have had more um, difficulties, like, getting myself up out of bed and like having the motivation to film a video and like being in a good mood that's enough to like want to film a video be on camera yeah 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 be on camera because I don't want to film when it is not that I don't want to be transparent but I filmed before when I'm in a bad mood and then my videos I go back to edit them and it's literally just me complaining and I'm like no one wants to watch that like I wouldn't want to watch it whatever so just when I use my technology I want to Um, be doing productive things with it and things that are going to like benefit like my channel or maybe make me some money or something like that instead of just aimlessly being on technology for hours and hours my thank you (laughs) my goal number three is to plan for the future but don't hold myself to such a strict life plan that it isn't adaptable because this year has really taught me that you know things certainly do change everything that I thought this year was going to hold pretty much shifted like I was going to be in Costa Rica I was going to be you know doing dance performances and I was going to be going to sorority events and you know literally every single thing you could name um so I feel like a lot of times I have an idea in my head of what my future is going to look like and that's certainly okay like I'm 
want to plan for the future and especially at our age we have to kind of be thinking about those next steps after college but I don't want to like only allow myself to follow that path because life plans do change and I just need to I not listen to my body as you were saying but just like listen to my experiences listen to my environment my inner self just all these things working together and um really so things things can shift around so those are those are my goals I like it I feel like those are all very good goals and they're all applicable goals and I I was actually listening to a podcast episode the other day where she was saying set three goals for um 2021 and then set monthly goals to help you achieve that and I feel like those are all things that you could kind of be like, okay, did I get this done in January? Okay, I didn't. Now we can go in February. What are true, things I can maybe true. change? You know, so I, I really like that. My goals are a little bit different. Um, I feel like in years past, like I said, I was really consumed with a health mindset and yeah. um, working out and food, all that kind of stuff. So this year, one of my resolutions was to not even make any of those my resolutions. So oh, here we go. I love that for you. <laughs> Um, the first one is to assert boundaries and it's really uncomfortable in the moment but it's necessary and I know that sometimes I struggle I definitely can be a people pleaser and so I hate telling Mm -hmm. people what they don't want to hear but I think it's just reminding myself that I'm not responsible for other people's reactions to my boundaries so why the hell not like might as well set them Um, the second one is (laughs) to remember that not everyone thinks like me and this one sounds like such a basic one, but it's so easy to be caught up in the moment and why wonder why someone is acting a certain way and be like, oh my God, I can't believe she did that. Or why would they do that? Like ever, it's everyone has their own thoughts. Everyone has their own priorities. Everyone has their own life. And I think that it's really easy to get caught up in that. And so just reminding myself that everyone does have different beliefs and ideals and I don't know, priorities. And just because you have different ideals than some of your friends doesn't mean that you're not close with them I agree and then the third one is to listen to understand and not to respond um so basically becoming a better listener and stop comparing someone else's thoughts or stories to my own because everyone has their own story and by saying oh I actually went through that too or wow I have a friend who did this and they did that whatever and telling them about your experience and one way or another you're invalidating them Mm -hmm. and this is something that I am so incredibly guilty of and I honestly feel like in this past year I've gotten a little bit worse with it because when hosting guests on the podcast you want them to feel um, comfortable and you want them to feel like you're understanding them and so sometimes you're like okay well I'm going to relate to them in this way or whatever and more Mm -hmm. often than not feedback that I've gotten from friends not over the podcast but just friends in general have been like hey, like, and not even necessarily about me, but sometimes it'll be like, oh, that person said this, like, and I wasn't even done with my story. Or they started talking about themselves and I didn't get to finish what I was saying. I felt like they didn't even really care. And I feel like I'm so guilty of listening and being like, okay, what's a way I can respond? So in 2021, I really want to focus on listening to understand the person and understand what they're going through and not as much to respond. So those are my three. Yeah, I love that. And just jumping onto your last one really quick, like I've noticed when people do that to me, and it's funny that you're talking about that because that's something that I've tried to be so much more, like so much better about because Mm -hmm. I've learned that I do that through a way or from people doing that to me pretty much so like I'll be talking about something and then this 
you know, the topic just automatically shifts to, like, something about them, and you're like, I see what you're trying to do, but it it does come across some way of, like, I don't really care what you have to say, like, I'm just going to talk about myself, and I think there is a difference between being, like, oh, oh, like, I've been through the same thing, this is how I dealt with it, and maybe this can help you, yeah, and, 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 like, rather than just being, like, oh, yeah, like, I went through that, like, three years ago, like, that sucks, (laughs) you know, so it's, I, I like that you brought that up because that's something that I've realized this year too and I've picked up on people doing that to me and it doesn't feel great and now I'm well, more aware of when I do that to people as well. Exactly. There's a difference between responding because you're trying to actually help the person. Yeah. You actually have ways of helping them versus responding to hear yourself speak and kind of be like, okay, let me transition it back to me. And sometimes I even do it subconsciously, but yeah. it's just, that's definitely a goal that we'll see. 2021 hopefully is my year, but. Love that. I and I love think... it. I love that you're aware of that because that's, you know, that's the first step is of improving on something. It's just being like, okay, like this happens and let's, let's make it better. Love that. Exactly. Exactly. But I think that kind of wraps up our old goals, our new goals. And I don't know, I guess the point of this episode, if you guys needed some um, resolutions or if you were feeling like you didn't accomplish your resolutions this year or whatever it may be, just making you guys feel like it was a little, you're a little bit less alone because at the end of the day, 2020 has been a really tough year, you guys. So give yourself some grace. And in 2021, set your own achievable goals. Do what's best for you, regardless of what others thinks and think. And just, I don't know. You live got your this. best life. You guys all deserve it. This year has been insane, and it really has been. I hope. I mean, we really don't know the same episode next year. Like what we're gonna say. Hopefully, we're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe COVID was such a problem eight months ago <laughs> hopefully we're like literally in the light of everything and you know if all of this is over by this, this time next year like I feel like it's going to be such a great year because we're going to just value and appreciate everything that we had before so much more because you never thought those things were compromisable like I never was like oh I'm going to live through a pandemic like I might not be able to do this like it really is insane that like this is our history and this is what we're living in and it'll be I feel like it'll be that much better when we come to you know the light at the end of the tunnel and we can live a year just way more appreciative of everything that you know we didn't really think of before like going to you know I don't know just going to like big social gatherings and being able to see people and not be scared of it that would be ideal and great (laughs) yeah that would be so good so just to end off with a quote for you guys because I feel like I don't know, 2020 has kind of been the year of, like, what the hell is happening. And I feel like 2021 is going to be a year of regrowth for a lot of people. Yes. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about self-care, specifically a quote from Audrey Lord's book, A Burst of Light. And it says, caring for myself is not self-indulgent, it's self-preservation, um, which I really like because whatever you do in 2021, make sure it helps propel you towards the best version of yourself. Self-care isn't always a bubble bath and a face mask. Sometimes it's knowing your boundaries or getting outside to go on a walk or, I don't know, planning for the future. Just, you know, set your goals yeah. to propel you towards success. So thank you guys so much for all of your support in 2020. The Hugo Girls community has grown immensely and we appreciate every single one of you. Yes, thank you guys so much for all of your support this year. Make sure you check us out 
um, on Instagram and TikTok at Huga Girls Podcast. H Y G G E is you know how you spell Huga, of course. Um, we'll be back at it in the new year for a new episode. We're still rolling along with season two, and thank you guys so much for joining us this entire year, no matter how long you've been here. Um, and yeah, I can't believe I can't believe this is it for 2020 i know we'll we, talk to you guys we've in survived 2021. guys we've made it we're, we're <laughs> proud of you we're proud of ourselves let's let's Absolutely. keep on rolling we'll see you guys in the new year happy new year guys happy new year, everyone. Bye.